It's Cookie Lab. Hi, and welcome to Cookie Lab. I'm Jill. And I'm Chris. And welcome back to the month of November and cookies for your Thanksgiving table. When I think of Thanksgiving, Jill, guess what I think of? Pie. Yeah, uh, but I also think about bourbon. <laughs> but that's every day, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know, you need a little bourbon to get through the holidays. Uh, no, I yeah, I like bourbon in a lot of my dishes. I love the taste of it. Oh, you know what? Now that you say this, I think you have told me before that maybe you put it in your Thanksgiving sweet potatoes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Bourbon oh, candy sweet potatoes. Oh, now you're giving potatoes. me an idea for my next sweet potato creation. Oh, yeah. Everything's better with bourbon. And sweet potatoes. And also... And bourbon balls. Mm -hmm. That's a holiday treat yeah. for sure. So those seem to mm -hmm. be around holiday time. And I was thinking that the balls themselves are not really cookies. And maybe there was a cookie that was bourbony. A bourbon ball cookie. Yeah, exactly. And I like where this is headed. I found this recipe on the website loveandoil.com. Love and oil. Yeah, who knew? And it is a chocolate bourbon sugar cookie. Oh, I like every all of the words you just right? said. But it's not your classic like rolled sugar cookie. It no. is a it is a ball cookie like you're making a cookie that you would then roll in sugar. And this cookie okay. is rolled in how do you say that sugar turbinado sugar? That's how I say it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of a raw, more raw sugar. And what you do is in that sugar, you put two teaspoons of bourbon. Okay. And you shake it up so that it's kind of like wet snow. Oh. And then you roll your balls of chocolate dough in that and your chocolate dough also has three tablespoons of bourbon okay so that's two times you're putting bourbon in there yeah so it's like a double shot only thing that could get better is if you drank a little bourbon while you took ate the cookie so as you know every cookie has a story this cookie is going to steal the story of bourbon because bourbon is such a major part of the cookie. And there are tales of bourbon that I did not know until I researched that this week. Would you like to hear it's some surprising of them? To think, yeah, it's surprising to think there's something we didn't already know about that. Yeah. Well, first, let's start with bourbon is pretty much a North American drink. We can all agree on that, right? Yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, exactly. Well, this was one of the things that that the uh, early colonial people did not get from the natives who were here. They no. didn't really distill beverages. Uh, maybe they ate or drank some fermented fruits, but that was pretty much the extent of it. Distillation of alcohol only came to the New World with immigrants from Europe who loved their whiskey. Mm. However rye and wheat, they thrived in North America. And soon 
there was a surplus of grain. And what can you do with a surplus of grain? You distill it. Or pay the farmers to make it into gasoline. In the uh, 1700s, yeah, we didn't... We didn't do that. But you're on to something really important, Jill. It's much easier to transport wheat and rye in a liquid form than it is to transport it like, you know, in big in big trucks of of uh, wheat and rye that just blow all over the place and you lose mm-hmm. half of your So the first states of Maryland and Pennsylvania and Virginia established the the first rural distilleries. The easiest thing to produce was corn. So they had a lot of extra corn. They could mix it with the barley, rye, and wheat, and they could make a drink. But however, Jill, you've been to Ireland, right? I have. And have you had Irish whiskey? Sure have. There's a special taste that it has, a little peaty flavor. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you can't get that here because no. we really didn't we use have peat the to, old peat bogs, yeah. to make our fire. So early distillers used oak barrels and they started to char them to try to get the peaty flavor. Right, because if there's one thing we have here is trees. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's where the charred casks came in. And that, I believe, not to, spoiler alert, is where the color comes from, too. Exactly, yeah. So skip ahead to the Revolutionary War now. After a victory over the English troops, a county in the border area between Indiana and Kentucky was named Bourbon in honor of the French royal family. And whiskey came from Bourbon County, mm-hmm. and they were marvelous marketers, and they became Famous for the good quality whiskey that they were making. And today we know that as bourbon that we put into all of our cookies. But, <laughs> but from now on, what I recall from my uh, bourbon research is that it has to be made with corn, and you didn't mention corn. Oh, I did. It does have to be made in the U.S. It has to be 51% corn. I didn't say that exactly. Um, it has to be aged in newly charred oak barrels, not like port or sherry or wine that can be done in previously used barrels. Uh uh Uh, It can only be 160 proof, and it can't enter the barrel at any more than 125 proof. So you have to dilute it when you put it into Mm -hmm. the barrel. So there's bourbon. We've heard about the cookie. It is time, ladies and gentlemen... Best to des- part. To describe this, um, it is... I'm opening my Ziploc that you uh, yeah. left in my mailbox for me. It is kind of a... Uh, it's got a lot of sugar it on top of it. It smells wonderful. It looks like a crinkle cookie. Do you smell any bourbon? I don't smell any bourbon. I think I smell chocolate. Yeah, I smell a lot of chocolate. Let's taste this cookie. It looks mar- marvelous. Let's eat it. a little messy. I don't have a plate. That's a little crumbly. Me too. Oh, lots of chocolate. Sweet. A little Quite touch. Sweet. Little touch of bourbon. I got like a back of the tongue waft. Just a waft of bourbon. Just a little wisp. Yeah. Whiff. I really like it though. 
It's very festive. The sugar crystals will make it super festive. Mm, good. It is worth giving thanks for. Mm, and it's worthy, worthy of a spot on your holiday cookie plate. Yes, your many-tiered cookie plate, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think... I think we this calls for some science, a celebratory science. What can you teach me about today? Hmm. Well, thank you for asking. <clears throat> While I crunch and munch. I thought I'd talk a little bit about the science of bourbon. <laughs> it's a theme. We're starting with grains, right? Sometimes we process those grains to make flour, and to make cookies. Today, we use those grains to make an additive to the cookies. And we've talked about this before, Jill. Grain contains a large amount of starch. Okay. So what we need to do as bourbon distillers is to liberate all the sugars from the starch. Starch is made up of long chains of sugar. Free the sugar. <laughs> um, and so we do that by raising the temperature and uh, breaking the chains of starch into the separate simple sugars. Break these chains of starch. It's the cookie lab's <laughs> chorus. <laughs> um, and then we add yeast. And you know what happens when you add yeast and sugar, you get? Bubbles. Carbon dioxide. Yeast farts. And what else? That's all. No. Alcohol. Alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, we're going for bourbon. (laughs) So we've liberated the sugar and we're using it to feed the yeast to produce alcohol. And when we're talking about all the flavors in the bourbon, because we put this bourbon into the cookie to add some flavor, right? We used it instead of vanilla, really, is all that we did. And when we mix the yeast with the sugar and the water and all that stuff, It also has some bacteria in it, and these are bacteria that we love because all of that mixture creates esters. Not Esther from the Old Testament, but Esther... Who saved her people with Hamantashen. Exactly, who we've talked about. Esters such as ethyl octanate, which is apple-flavored, or ethyl dodecanonate, which is a floral aroma, or isomyl acetate, which is banana. And that's why great tasters of bourbon can taste all of these tastes, because they're actually in there. So you mean like when they say it has overtones of banana with notes of, with floral notes, that's because it contains those specific esters. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And then- It's not just people being highfalutin. Nope, those chemicals are actually in there. And then you take this stuff and you put it into oak barrels that have been charred or burned. Charred on the inside. Right. So you're going to get tannins, which uh, if you're a wine drinker, you're familiar with tannins. What's the oldest bourbon that you've ever drink, drank? How many years would you guess? Well, how, how old was that 
Pappy Van Winkle we had that one time from the charity auction. I don't know, 20 years? 20? Uh, and then it would be, I would think it would be that then. You think uh, it was that old? Okay, then it was that. In the first year, all of the tannins go into the beverage. But then it sits in there in the cask for, for years. Yeah, but nothing else happens uh, with the tannins. They add the... Well, other the, things must the, happen or they wouldn't wait so long sure, to sell it. Sure, the bit, but, but the tannins add the bitterness and kind of that mouthfeel of, of uh, bourbon. That like you're drinking a tree... <laughs> no, that comes from the wood lignin, and that's in the l- wood layers below the char. And in there is the vanillin responsible for the flavor of vanilla. But doesn't the vanilla flavor come from the vanilla bean? No, there's no vanilla beans in this cookie or in bourbon. So you're telling me there's two different sources of vanilla flavor? They're both the same, vanillin. But so the- that's what's contained in a vanilla bean? Yeah. And also in the wood of the oak tree? Yes, just harder to get out. And here's another fun one. So in the char, you get furfles. Furfles. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? It sounds like a, a tiny collectible for preschoolers. <laughs> that's right. Um, well, yeah. Uh, they give the caramel toasted sweet flavor. Furfuls are the hot toy this holiday season. Get your furful before they're gone. Cyclotine gives maple and caramel and licorice characteristics. And they all change the character of the uh, of the okay. So... But here's the science that everybody's going to want to know, which is when you bake a cookie with bourbon in it, is it safe to give (gasps) your family? I'm so glad you asked that. Are they going to get inebriated from these cookies? Age old question, right? Everybody says the bourbon or the vanilla extract, the alcohol in the vanilla extract burns off, right? Well, vanilla extract... It has an alcohol content of 35%. The bourbon that I used had an alcohol content of 50%. Baked goods made with alcohol and baked for 15 minutes contain about 40% of the original alcohol content. So 40% of 50%? Sure. Is what? What, 20%? So would you give something that was 20% alcohol to your child? Well, I would if that... 20% of alcohol was spread over 30 cookies, 32 cookies. Okay, so it would be like just like putting your pinky finger in your mom's drink. Yeah, probably even less. Or not even, okay. Yeah. So it's, you know, the longer you cook it, the less alcohol. But still, after baking something for an hour, it still contains 25% of the alcohol. Food baked. But the alcohol goes away, but that you still have the flavor? You, you have all of those those esters and furfuls. Mm, and lignans yeah. and tannins. Yeah. So we're going to go on and collect some furfuls, uh, both <laughs> in a liquid form and in a cookie form, throughout this holiday season, Jill. I think that's our new Collect them, trade them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all in one and cookie. keep your paws off my furfuls. Oh, very good. Do furfuls have paws of their own? That's next week on Cookie Lab. Tune in. (laughs) Uh, I can't wait to see what, what we find out.
All right. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving to you and to uh, all, all the listeners. It's Cookie Lab. Uh, 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 uh.